Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. How's it going, guys? What's what's new, Jose? Brian? Not much. Again, Brian. Yeah. yeah after old. the stint with the surgery. Yeah. Finally getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. Uh, my gallbladder. My, my gallbladder didn't like me anymore, so it said I gotta go. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, had to check. I out. haven't had that surgery. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, I I didn't want to do the the whole pain medication thing. So when, uh, but when I got out of uh, anesthesia, woke up from anesthesia, and uh, first thing had my mouth was, "Where's the pain medication? Bring it on." <laughs> <laughs> anesthesia is always a hard thing, man. Like it's. I don't usually have a hard time waking up from it, but it's just like, it makes me so tired afterwards. I just want to sleep. It's okay. scary. I'm sorry. My, my dogs are really bothering me. So I'm going to go shut them up. Okay. You do that. It's, it's really scary. That's the weird thing. You know, you close your eyes and then two hours or however an hour goes by. And I mean, that, that scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Well, it's just like going to sleep, but it's, it's, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's a, it's a weird situation, especially when like, you know, they roll you into the surgery room and, and, you know, they don't put you out until you get in there. So you're like, it feels like you're being abducted by aliens or something, you know, with all the surgery stuff. And it'd be nice if they did, did that before. That way you don't have to, you know, go through all that. And that was my first like surgery. So it was kind of, it was kind of freaky. You know, I'd never uh, done that. So I've had but, Shit, I've had so many surgeries. I'm a fucking veteran by now. It's amazing how hot these young nurses are, let me tell you. It's right. like every, every one, every single one was just made me realize how old I'm getting. All right. <laughs> go out there and find that booty, huh? <laughs> the freaking anesthesiologist came in and she was one of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Look at all these hot chicks. And she puts her hand on my arm and you see this massive, like 30 carat diamond on, you know, it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I can, I can see somebody scooped you up pretty quick. Like, well, and it's like too, when they're all young like that, you're like, man, what have I been doing with my life? Like <laughs> you're a fucking anesthesiologist and I'm, you know, a fucking bum working for customer service or whatever you do. It's like, fuck, man, what have I been doing with my life? Yeah. Oh, man. But right, it, was, it was interesting to say the least. Oh, I bet. I bet. What's, what, what about you guys? How you guys been doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Just Just working and podcasting i've been fighting with fucking soundcloud for the last week and a half over our rss feed and 
trying to get everything back situated to where it was before. And what happened to all our history, like all of our old podcasts? They should still be there. What are they missing now? No, I thought you were talking that that some of them were missing. Yeah. So, um, basically, shit was going on with SoundCloud. So I switched us from SoundCloud to another service provider. And when I did that, apparently stuff got lost in translation. And for some reason, all of our earlier episodes weren't showing up. And they were like, oh, well, you need to you need to sign back up for SoundCloud in order to get those up. And I was like, that's bullshit. So why do I have to pay you $15 a month then pay SoundCloud another $15 a month just to get our shit back where the way it should be? And she was like, well, that's how it has to happen. Otherwise, they won't be here. And I said, you know what? And their customer service was like, their customer service dude I talked to was just a giant dick. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I was like, I'm just going to go back to SoundCloud. I never had problems before until the end. So I'm just going to move everything back to SoundCloud. It's already there anyways. So I, we left them and went back to SoundCloud. And for some reason, our RSS feeds was jacked up. And our podcasts weren't getting transmitted to half of the podcast sites we're on. So I noticed that our numbers were falling big time. And so I've been trying to fight with SoundCloud to get all those back. And SoundCloud... They don't have an actual customer service support, so you have to like email and they respond to you within a few days. And I finally got a response, and the guy like was like, "Oh well, everything looks good, but you have a lot of stuff on your RSS feed, so try deleting episodes." So I went through and deleted a bunch of like I didn't I just deleted them from the RSS feed. You could still listen to them on the SoundCloud page and stuff, but oh. I just went through and like removed like um, old comic book reviews episodes, one shots things that are like really really old that most people probably aren't listening to anyways and tried to clear it all up so i've just been trying to deal with all that to get everything back situated so we're Hmm. good to go it's been a process yeah i think a lot of people forget that you know we it says a lot you know how we spend our money and you know that's probably the best way to protest or to show that you're you're not happy about something is to you know, don't spend your money with those people that you're pissed off about. So um, I've always been the, the type of person where if somebody's a dickhead to me or on the phone and I'm spending my money through them, it's just very easy just to go find somebody else to spend money to. So, yeah, well, and I mean, I mean, I'm, I work in customer service, so I'm, I'm used to eating shit for a living, but I'm not going to do it when some other customer service dude's being rude to me. And I'm just like, bro, like, all I messaged him for is like, hey, because I really like, I noticed that our numbers were dropping drastically. And I was like, this something isn't right here. And I was like, we went from hundreds of thousands of downloads to like thousands. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I was looking into it. And it's like, once we left SoundCloud, SoundCloud gives you the ability to tag your podcast so you can tag it and then like if someone's searching that topic your tag your podcast pops up because it tags it this other site didn't give us the option and i was i was like hey do you guys have an option to do that and they're like no and i was like all right well i can you look into this for me and they're, they're like oh everything looks good your your show's great you got four thousand downloads i go no, no no that's not great we went from hundreds of thousands to four thousand downloads a month that's not great I was like, something's wrong. And she was like, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. And I was like, okay. 
And then I messaged him the other day, or another day, and I got some dude who was just like, just a complete dickhead. And he, I was like, you know what? When I had SoundCloud, I had this many, and now we're down to this. And he's like, well, SoundCloud has no customer service, and they're not good for podcasting. And he just like started shitting all over SoundCloud. He's like, but if you want to make a poor choice, go for it. And I was like, however you want to spend your piss your money. And I was like, I will go for it. God damn it! Wow. He's like, he just pissed me off, and. Then he passed me off to, and I was like, you know what, dude, you're rude. I'm done talking to you. I was like, I just want to cancel my shit. And he was like, well, if we cancel it, we're going to delete it all. So I was like, all right, well, then don't cancel it. So then I started talking to some woman, and she kind of, she was kind of better about it and talked me through it. But I was like, it's just been a mess. Switching back to SoundCloud, it's just been a, a gigantic mess where I'm like, man, it's, it's to the point where I'm questioning if I even still want a podcast. You know, I'm like, Mm, is this worth it anymore? You know, yeah. Five years and however many episodes later, I'm like, is it is it really, you know, really worth it anymore after having all this trouble? But it is in the long run, so we'll get it figured out. But it just sucks because, like, like you said, SoundCloud doesn't have they don't have a proper customer service chain, so it's all done through email. So. I emailed and then like three days later, the guy responded to me at like two 30 in the morning. So who knows what country he's responding to me from. So then I emailed him back. I was like, yo, I deleted all this shit and it's still, it's still not working correctly. So I'm waiting to hear back from them again. And apparently there's something screwed up with their feed because I, I also emailed one of the other podcasting directories and they got back to me within like five hours and they're like, yeah, this is what happened. So for some reason, there's something messed up with your SoundCloud link, and we fixed it for you, so you should be good, and it should update for us now. And I was like, cool, but like we have, like Kyle pointed it out to me. Kyle's the one that kind of turned me on to all of it. Is like we have we've recorded like what on SoundCloud? I have 375 different episodes, and if you look at our iTunes directory, directory, there's only 211. Like, it, our very first episode shows up as What the Fuck Friday 23. Yeah, that's something wrong with that. So, yeah. just trying to get it all, all figured out and see what's what's going on. But, that's what I've been doing. Hmm. Yeah, I've just been working and working. A lot of it, really. Yeah. I went to go see a movie last night. Oh, yeah? Would you go see Predator? No. Uh, my friend wanted to go see... Um, uh, shit. What's it called? She wanted to go see oh, Shit. Me. That must be an interesting movie. A, um, <laughs> a Small Favor or something. A Small Favor or something like that? Did he give her a small favor in the popcorn? No. Because I, I made her go I'm see Hardcore Henry. A Tiny Favor. Okay. A Tiny Favor. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the movie's called. No, I'm talking about your junk, Jose. Just, oh, <laughs> I'm talking about the movie. Over your head. Man, where's oh. Kyle when you need him? He would have caught <laughs> that right off the bat. A Simple Favor. Okay. And it was with um, Enda Kendricks. Oh, and, yes, 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 um, yes. And uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife, Blake yeah. Lively. Yes. So I went to go see it completely blind. I had no idea what it was. All I knew was just the name, and that's it. And I was kind of like a little surprised, 
I mean, what's her name? Um, Velma from Scooby Doo. What's her? What's her? She was in a uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Linda Cardelliani or something like that. Okay. Yeah, Cardellini. Yeah, she was in it. I was kind of surprised to see her. She was like a weird character. She had like tattoos, and she was like, she's like this. I don't know, like, like this badass artist. It's funny, and um, but I mean, there's a lot of twists. Like, oh, you thought it was going one way, but it was something else. Then you found out like something else, and I don't know. Just there's like a lot of things to it. I mean, at the end, it made sense. But at one point, I was like, well, what the fuck are they doing? Like, there's a whole point where, you know, they're trying to explain what's going on. And then all of a sudden, it's something else. Oh, it was just weird. When does uh, Venom come out? Um, I think October, I want to say. You guys hear about the uh, the comic they're going to release with that? Yeah, I heard. I heard that there's a prequel, a tie-in comic. Yeah, and it's look. It looks mm. pretty. It's a really nice cover. It's one of those photorealistic kind of covers. But um, October fifth comes out. October fifth. You can only get it at participating AMC's. Oh really? And I can really see that just blowing up. So um, I might have to. Uh, my brother works at AMC now, so I'm gonna have to hit him up. Yeah, definitely. Tell him, you know, put a stack away from it for you if you can, because stack. yeah, those uh, those are going to be hot commodity. I, th- I really think they're going to be uh, worth worth a pretty penny. Yeah, I was. Do you think with the news of them dropping yesterday that that movie is going to be rated PG thirteen and have like an hour and a half runtime? Do you think that's going to hurt the movie? I th- I think it is, but. Well, at least from my perspective, yes. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, Tom Hardy is he's pretty damn good at what he does, and I'm hoping that he can carry it either way. But I don't see how you make that movie and not be an R-rated R. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of pisses me off that they think that you can't have a good movie or a good comic book, comic book movie in a B-rated R. Um, we, we've kind of gotten rid of that idea where it has to be a kid yeah so deadpool and deadpool and logan pretty much shit you know toss that out the window that it has to be a pg-13 exactly and kids are gonna go see parents are gonna take their kids nowadays to go see an r-rated movie regardless so yep there's no there's no stigma there for that that rating system anymore but i've i've heard that and i've read that it's they knocked it to a BG 13 rating to be able to, con- cause they eventually want it to connect to the Marvel cinematic universe. I and hope that's true. They're trying to connect it to the Avengers and actual like Disney Marvel stuff. And that they're trying to, they're going to eventually try to connect it to Spider-Man. Cause there's a lot of speculation and there's a lot of rumors going around that he makes a cameo in the movie. Oh man, that would be huge. I don't, that's the to me. That's the whole point is to have Venom be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, especially with the merger and everything. That's wouldn't it be funny if like Tobey Maguire showed up, <laughs> <laughs> and your Garfield oh. showed up too. Like all of all the ex Spider Man's come show up. 
Well, I mean, and Spider-Man right now is kind of like the one of the hottest properties on the market again because, I mean, Homecoming was huge. He he had huge, he had huge moments in Infinity War, and then now Far From Home's coming out next year, and they have they just had the Sony Spider-Man game release, and that was like the first AAA title of the year, and it's been a huge success. And yeah, like, and it was everywhere. Great one. Being a, being on the uh, Avengers, you know, and that whole thing really, I think, is the reason why that it's the hottest property now, you know? Yeah. So, and then the, apparently the director came out and said that there there's still in talks about having an uncut version be released at some point. So, of, of Venom. So, I mean, you still might get or an unrated version. So, you still might get your your blood and I don't know. I think, I think if it pushes the line between R and 13, I think that's fine. I just, I just really hope that it's not campy and, and there's, there's rumors that they went back and did reshoots to try and add comedy to it, to try and make it fit that feel of the, the Marvel cinematic universe. And I'd be like forced. Yeah. Kind of, it's going to kind of end up being, um, kind of like Thor Ragnarok was, but I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. But it was forced. What's it what was natu- it? It didn't feel forced. It felt natural. Some parts of For- Thor Ragnarok felt felt very forced. Like when? Like the very beginning when he's spinning around on the chain. That's like an homage to an eighties movie. Yeah, but some of the it just some of the jokes fell kind of flat and felt kind of forced on on Chris Hemsworth's part, but. I mean, Jeff Goldblum knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And Ruffalo knocked it out of the park with Hulk. But just some of that stuff, like some of that stuff, like when he jumps out of the, the plane as Banner and basically dies when he hits the bridge. <laughs> that was like, funny. It's funny, but it's it just feels like, okay, well, that was thrown in there for, for a comedic effect, you know? They've kind of taken... They've kind of taken the Hulk and taken him from being a complete badass to kind of making him a joke. Yeah. Well, remember in Infinity Wars, he got his ass kicked. That's what I'm saying. Hulk is like not ashamed. He doesn't want to be seen. Because he was put in his place. Yeah, because Thanos whooped that ass, but... Yeah. I'm saying even like making him that that comedic relief like they did in Thor Ragnarok, it's kind of hurt his character a little bit. I don't think so. I just hope that they redeem it, you know? As long as they make him, you know, just a complete badass in a sequel to Infinity War, that that's the whole key, right? Yeah. If he comes yeah. back with, you know, being a badass. I hope so. I I truly, truly hope so. Like, well, I, but, I don't know. I would have, I would have liked to see more from him in Infinity War, other than them like taking, removing him from the movie right away. Like, I know he was that kind of plot point to transition everybody towards the focus of Thanos and what was coming, but I just, I feel like he was underutilized. And it, but it was better because, in a way, too, because it was Mark Ruffalo's time to shine. Like you, you really get, don't get to see him much in that movie because it's all the Hulk and the CG and stuff. And it was cool to just see like Mark Ruffalo as himself in the Hulk arm, a buster armor and, and doing stuff. But yeah. Yeah. 
Well, he, there, there's there's probably a reason for it. You know that I think that cinematic universe is so well put together that they usually don't make it look that bad for. I mean, they make it look like that for a reason. So I could totally see him just coming back and redeeming himself for the next one. Yeah. And it makes me wonder why all of a sudden they're trying to move Hulk or not Hulk venom into the, the Marvel Disney universe, because it's like they were trying to build their own Spider-Man universe at Sony. And it makes me wonder if like something happened where they're just like, we, it, it's not going to work or they backed up. Cause they had, they had, um, they're making venom. Then they had talks of doing, uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat, and that got shelved. Then they were talking about doing a Craven the Hunter movie, but then there was like Craven the Hunter. They're pretty much someone came out and pretty much said, "You absolutely have to have Spider Man in this movie for this character to work." Yeah, like we've we've tried it. The character doesn't work if Spider Man isn't in this movie. So, I, I I don't know if like it's because of how how they have Tom Holland under contract or or what the situation is with that, that they're going to try and connect these well, two they, universes. Maybe they they looked at uh, how bad DC fucked everything up and went, well, Marvel's got something good going. Maybe we shouldn't take a chance and, you know, thinking we can do this when Marvel's already got a good thing going. Let's just be yeah. part of that. DC's in shambles. Their whole cinematic universe is in shambles now. And what okay, a mistake. Again. I'll be back. What a mistake for them not to keep uh, Cavill around. I think Henry Cavill was probably one of the best casted. That and Gal Gadot were two really good castings for those characters. Um, and to have not, you know, have them dilly dally about something to where Cavill's like, you know what, this is just isn't working. They well, I think, away. Was, I think he was smart, honestly. Oh I yeah, think he's smart to jump ship because he's jumping ship to get it on Netflix to go play the lead in the new witch in that new Witcher show based on the video game. And with the way Netflix is popping off right now, he he's almost guaranteed multiple seasons of that. So our multiple movies. So it's, it's more of a job security, more, more pay more than, you know, like I guess security type thing than the DC cinematic universe. Cause there's scrap and everything. Apparently he had a, Rumor is he had a, a cameo in Shazam and they scrapped that. Wow. And they're the way they're just scrapping everything and directors are quitting left and right. Like they can't get, I know Aquaman's about to come out, but they can't, they can't get a, keep a director to get the flash movie off the ground to save their lives. So it's like just the way everything is falling apart. Really? The only thing that's worked for him so far has been Batman and wonder woman. Yeah. But even then, it, and it almost feels like they're pivoting and transitioning to to different types of stories using these characters, but doing it in a different way, kind of like they are with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie and 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 things like that. Like I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything else about the uh, the other Joker movie that um, Kyle's love lover boy is trying to get mm-hmm. off the ground. Well, maybe I wonder if that's because of uh, the Morbius thing. Maybe he's kind of like, you know what? He probably did the same thing where he's like, you know what? The DC universe, cinematic universe is just such trash. I'm going to, you know, cash out, cash out, walk away and go be part of a group that's actually, you know, doing good things because it's, I think the DC universe has been trashed uh, ever since, you know, 
the start of that cinematic universe. The only thing that's any worth anything or is that any good is the Wonder Woman stuff. Um, and they had such a great thing to build on, in my opinion, in the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, I know they couldn't, it was kind of hard to do, to do it that way, but they really messed up. Yeah, they really messed up in not building it around that. Well, I don't, I don't know, because I mean, um, they left. He was left. Nolan left them with such a good universe, yeah, that they could have easily taken and implemented Superman into that universe, and and had Nolan. He, Nolan didn't have to direct it, but he could have been a consultant on it. And they could have easily taken and added Superman into that universe. And I think that's where they, they fucked up is when they decided to pivot and pivot to adding Batman to, and trying to build the DC universe around the, um, the man of steel movie. And they tried to pivot around that and adding Batman to, to that universe. If they would have just kept everything in the Nolan universe and kept it going, like you honestly, the, the next movie could have been battle for the cowl. You could have had, you know, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character showing up as, as the Robin, but you know, with Batman gone, he takes up the mantle of Batman. Yep. Like you could have had that, that battle of the cowl type storyline, you know, or, or something like that. You could have had him take up that mantle or, or whatever. And I'm just, I'm very much to the point where I think that it's time to move away from all this and, give people what they want, give people the Batman beyond movie. They want bring back Michael Keaton as old man, Bruce Wayne and, and give the people what they want. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see Michael Keaton as old man, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But now John Hamm from Madman has thrown his head out in the ring and said, he's uh, willing to play Batman. But his caveat is he's only willing to do it. If it's a good script. <laughs> good yeah, luck. Just, yeah, just like everybody else. Right. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan wants to play um, Batman and he said he would do it in like a flashpoint type thing and play Thomas Wayne Batman so I just I don't think DC really has any direction and I think that's I think that's what they're trying to they're trying to prove with their streaming service is that they 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 can get this right (laughs) but I've, I've heard from the people that are doing previews of the streaming service that even that isn't right it's all it's really, really glitchy and crashes and it's real laggy. And that's getting ready to make a, a debut next week. I think it's next week during Batman Day. So. What about uh, Teen Titans? Has, when's that oh, supposed to? Yeah, that doesn't that? come out until October. So it's not. Teen Titans won't be on the, the streaming service once it launches. It comes uh, out later. That's a mistake. I hope that, that thing's going to be a mistake. I well, think yeah. I think it's gonna bomb. I think Teen Titans it is, is gonna bomb so bad. DC is really it, it. The whole thing is shit. The whole thing. Um, they, they. It feels like they don't understand the identity of the characters they've created. Well, big time. I think you're exact. I think that's a. You hit it on the head right there. They they understand them in print, but we're trying to make that transition from print to on screen. They don't understand the the real emotion or how to get portray their characters correctly. I'm hoping that Jeff Johns and him taking a bigger role in that whole in the movies and writing doing the the Green Lantern universe that'll that'll change it because I know you know I have trust in him. He's so close to that character and 
hopefully that that will be the catalyst to you know have the DC universe be better. But it, I don't know. I'm almost thinking to myself, it's it's just too broke. Well, like no, listen, so no hope already with the DC universe. So just days after Henry Corvell announced, or, you know, that there's speculation that he's leaving. They've been there's an online website. Bet online is already taking bets on who the next Superman is going to be. And here's, here's the front runners. And this kind of tells me that they don't know where they're going. Michael the B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan is the front. Steel. Runner. No. A steel. Um, no, as Superman, um, Superman Army Hammer, um, Henry Golding, and then um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and then the kid who played um, Superman in Super in the Supergirl TV show, Henry or Tyler Hoechlin or something like that. What happened to Tom Wellings? He's old as fuck. Oh, yeah, you can tell that 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 online has no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Well, it's the pe- it's the people that are like, you know, throwing them because I've even heard Kim Jong, fucking Mister Chow, what being <laughs> talked about as being the new Superman. Oh, oh thank you, boy. Uh, so it's like, I think if you're gonna redo these movies, you gotta take the Marvel approach. You gotta go out and you gotta search and you gotta find an unnamed actor. And and get them for real cheap, lock them in for a multi-year deal, and go that route because that's what well, Marvel that did for yeah. the Marvel did for the that for the longest time. Like they got Robert Downey Jr. when he was just getting back started again. Yep, you know they a mess. They got a lot of actors like Chris um, what's Evans. his name? Bat? Chris Evans Hemsworth or no Chris Evans. He didn't really have a career. He had a career, but it wasn't as as pro- prolific as it is now as being Captain America. Yeah, and he was uh, Human Torch for a little bit. Right, he was Human Torch, and but he, you know, he was in not our he was in not another teen movie. Yeah, and he's in Human Torch, and then his career didn't actually start to take shape until he became Captain America. He was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he was in Scott Pilgrim. Well, they had they. The castings were almost every single one of them was perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's the other, that's you're right. They have to have really good people. You know, they have to hit it out of the park with the castings, and then the scripts have to be also key. I mean, that's with any movie, but I I, I just can't believe how bad they DC's fucked it up. <laughs> it just blows me away. You got two of the best characters, and not just comics, but in Anything, uh, have so much, you yeah. have so much source material that it sh- it should be next to impossible to fuck it up. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's the the pro- where they fucked up because Marvel has kind of used that source material uh, to write the movies or the scripts, whereas DC was like, no, we're not gonna, we don't want to use the source material as much. Or they try to take multiple storylines from different comics and smash them together. Yeah. Kind of like they did with Batman Superman. They tried to take, you know, the dark Knight returns and, and smash it in with death of Superman. Yes. And they tried to smash two storylines together and it didn't, it didn't play out well. 
to where Marvel, yeah, they take their main, they, they try to keep as close to the main story as possible, but they make a few changes here and there, which aren't like catastrophic to the the storyline. Yeah. But I'm like, I mean, but you can't see that for all of them because Fox, Fox was doing atrocious things with X-Men. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Those rumors. To see how the that room, changed, but. The rumors of, uh, you know, New Mutants and being shelved was, I almost bought that hook, line, and sinker just because of you know, how bad that universe has become. Well, they did shelve it. Uh, really? I heard that that was just a rumor. No, they definitely shelved it. Wow. Wow. They keep pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. But there's and they're doing a ton of reshoots and there's a lot of speculation that Disney Disney's just gonna can it. In my opinion, that was that was such a great uh, idea, you know, to have it be a horror film, um, and it could have worked just perfect if they would have, you know, stuck as close to the source material as possible because that's that New Mutants that uh, storyline, the main storyline was is really dark and scary. But you know, the bear, the, yeah, the demon bear storyline yeah. really, and that that's me. That, together. What's that? That's what brought them together. Yeah. That's the, the story, you know, that idea of it being, you know, a, a, a horror type thriller storyline. And, you know, it's, it's kind of the opening salvo on who these characters are. That to me, that was genius. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Bad. In, in a good way. And that's a lot of the a lot of there's a rumor going around too that the massive amount of reshoots they're doing for um, the Phoenix the Dark Phoenix movie is because someone high up at Marvel Studios saw a cut of it and they're like no this is absolute trash and we need to redo this and so they've started doing reshoots massive reshoots for that so who who knows what you know you got to kind of read between the lines because no one really knows what is true and what's not right now with that whole merger but with disney with disney owning the property now i can i i wouldn't put it past them to say no this doesn't work we're reshooting this yeah so but i just i wouldn't even know yeah i don't know I, I would have loved to see it work in the Nolan universe more than we've done, but I don't know. I don't know where they go from here to. Do they start all over? They have to. Well, they got Wonder Woman. And, yeah. and she's perfect. That's that's their one of the few perfect castings. I thought Cavill was a perfect casting too, but they don't have that anymore. So, well, and I mean they have Momoa still as as Aquaman, but you everything's falling apart you can't you can't get a flash movie off the ground so you might as well stop trying you know Uh, what shazam might be able to save it you know and the rock being black adam he's not black adam anymore what yep he's he is no longer playing black adam that would have been perfect so he backed out of that he's no longer playing black adam they're trying to get a lobo movie off the ground Wow, that sucks. Man. I honestly, I think right now, if I was ahead at DC the, and, and in charge of the DC universe, or DC movie universe, 
you can go two directions with this. Or well, three directions, technically. Look, Batman Superman sucked ass. Justice League was okay. Suicide Squad was garbage. Right now, you're only we don't know Aquaman yet because we haven't seen it. Right now, you're saving Grace as Wonder Woman. And, and so you can either hold off, shelve everything, hold off, and wait until see what happens with the new Batman movie that they're making, the Batman, and build it from there. Or you you wait and see like what happens with like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie and you build it from there. Like they have some options to build off of, or you, you just start over. You've lost most of your Ben Affleck doesn't want to be in there anymore. Matt. Henry Corvell's leaving. You know who? the Henry Corvell who plays Superman? Cavill. Well, however you pronounce it. He's leaving. You know, so it's you you really have nothing left. You know. Sad. Yeah. It really fucked all that up. Who knows? It, I guess you're right. You could save it with a good Green Lantern movie. Yeah. You know. But uh, they should. They're killing it with with their TV division, and they're basically building their own Justice League now on the CW shows, bringing in Batwoman. Which doesn't make sense. You have Supergirl, Superman now. Um. The Flash, Green Arrow, and now Batwoman. They should use the actor that they're using for the shows to make the movies. I agree. They should have done that a long time ago with Smallville. Yep. But they don't let them do that. That's that's stupid. Like I think that um, I think that Grant Gustafson is a perfect Flash, and not that I can't think of his name. The kid who played him in. And Justice League didn't do an okay job, but just trying to make him like Ezra comedic, Miller. Yeah, trying to make him the comedic relief. Yeah, Ezra Miller did do a good job. I was surprised. I just I don't know. Like I feel like the guy who did who played Cyborg did a really good job. I think I kind of feel like the Booyah fan service was a little bit un, out of character for that him in that movie, but CGI was bad. The CGI was bad. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know who you would get to play Superman now going forward. I mean, Nick Cage. No, Nick Cage's time was gone. Nick Cage got to play Superman. He was Superman in the Teen Titans go to the movies. (laughs) (laughs) He got his time as, as Superman. But he didn't find treasure though. He doesn't need to find treasure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was X-ray, X-ray vision. Or pivot away from your main heroes. Build a different movie. Give us Martian Manhunter movie. Give give people different movies. You know, don't do the core Justice League. There's so many things they could do. You know, give a Teen Titan a real Teen Titans movie, but I just don't think they're they're stuck in this dark and broody like place and it doesn't seem like they're coming out of it anytime soon. The Batman. Well, not just, yeah. Fuck Batman, right? All the Nolan movies. Well, yeah, but it's doing that with the, but then they did it with man of steel and now they're doing, they just keep on doing it. Like, it's like, they don't know, like I said before, they don't know their, their characters. 
Yeah. It's like the people who are writing those characters know them, but the people who are writing the scripts don't know how to right transition them correctly. Yeah. And I think that's where Marvel Studios is different because a lot of the the people that are involved there are heavily involved with Marvel Comics. Yeah. Like you go to oh. Marvel Studios and they and you they hand you a fucking once you get a roll they hand you a stack of books and like here's everything you need to learn. Read them. Right. Um so. next week it's supposed to drop the new uh Captain Marvel movie uh trailer. It's supposed to be next week. Yep. I figured they would have waited. Yeah. That's going to be unreal to see how that plays out. Yeah. That plays out like they're hoping. Jeez, I don't think DC can do much to even be relevant like in the heart. Theater. Yeah. DC's going to have to stop trying. It's going to really make uh, all those books, those Miss Marvel books, just go crazy. Yeah, they're already pretty sky high as it is, so. And, and yeah. it's funny because the, the the books that are so high priced aren't even her first appearance. It's like the first, you know, that Miss Marvel one should be the one that's worth you know a ton of money. But the one that's every everybody's banking on is that Avenging Spider Man nine. Well, that's which, Carol Danvers's first appearance, and that's who who's playing there. No, Miss Marvel in the movie. No, it's it's Carol Danvers' first appearance as Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I mean. But that's, but that's what the movie it's like it's Captain Marvel. It's not a Miss Marvel movie. I understand what you're saying, but yeah. it's it's because it's, it's her the character. character. Right. Yeah. And it's gonna be cool to see definitely see how they do the whole you know, Marvel thing with Jude Law. So Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how they're gonna introduce the scrolls into the the movie into the uh, universe and yeah they're just opening up a lot of cool stuff for for the cosmic Fantastic four oh yeah man silver surfer now they got all that stuff can you just think about all the cool stuff that's coming well it's funny like we they've always they've already had the watchers so that's part of the fantastic fantastic four like world so it should be like a Almost a smooth transistor for them. They had the Watchers. Didn't they have the Watchers in Guardians of the Galaxy? Wasn't that yep. Stan Lee's cameo? He was with the Watchers. Yeah, He's but I think that was Watcher. That was a kind of a joke thing because you could, you know, the Watchers weren't as cool as they should be, in my opinion. They need to make the Watchers really cool. Oh, I don't know. They all are look, look like giant, big-headed cabbage patch babies. <laughs> they do look funny. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with the scrolls. And I'm interested to see how things, how they change things. And you're going to, I think you're going to come and find out at some point that some, some of these, Earth's Mightiest Heroes have been scrolls this entire time. or Oh, man, the storylines that they got in, in, in the Pike, if that's, if, you know, if that's what they're planning. Just, you know, Secret Invasion, all the Fantastic Four cosmic stuff, Galactus, Civil Surfer, um, everything that they've got coming is just, they've got movies for 
the next 20 years, probably. I mean, if you're going to start fan- with Fantastic Four, I mean, of course, they're going to relaunch, and I'm sure Doom will be the first bad guy, but after that, you got to go Galactus. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the next big thing that they fight, right? Like, I think you, you would think so. You would think, like, at the end of Avengers 4, you're going to see something about Galactus. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I was just starting a puppy fighting ring. Yeah. But, you know, it it just makes... who I mean, who else would they fight? They already fought Ultron. Like, I feel like they wasted Ultron. Oh, big time. Yeah, I agree. wasted Ultron. I agree. Especially having the guy who played that voice. He was He was so good, so... I agree. Spader. Yeah. And now with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 being shelved, who, you know, they had, they set up that whole thing to introduce the Atom. I wonder where they're going to go with that. Yeah. Like that's been started. So they're probably going to have to pivot to try and deal with that. I mean, unless they're going to try and build a new, I mean, they have the pieces there to build a new Guardians. They could remake Guardians of the Galaxy. They could do the new Marvel Guardians where they have Venom and Star-Lord and Rocket yeah. Raccoon and Kitty Pride. What do you think about James Gunn? Do you think he's he's not there's no way he's coming back? I don't think so. I think it's yeah, done. I think it's done. Done so. Yeah. yeah, well, now that you asked that question, let me let me ask you this. So, uh, there's a petition going around to have Disney rehire James Gunn. Um, after he was fired, there's already 400,000 supporters and signatures on it, and it's still growing. Now, our audience has heard us and are very familiar with us and where we stand on how we feel about online petitions. But what what do you think of, of fans starting online petitions, Brian? Um, I'm cool with it if it's for the right reason. Do you, you know what I mean? Do you think they actually change anything? Sometimes they do, um, you know, it gives, gives whatever, you know, it gives a reason for that studio to go, well, maybe we messed up just to like give a second look. But ultimately I think most of the time it doesn't mean shit. Um, Mickey Mouse is not going to amaze. Disney's so big. They don't care about your fucking opinion because you're still going to go see the movie regardless of, of who's directing it, you know? You know, that's why I said at the beginning of the show, your dollars, the way you spend your dollars says a lot. So, um, you know, if maybe they see a change and, and they don't see as much money at the box office in the next Guardians, you know, and unfortunately, by that time, they're already so invested in the next director, you know, or whatever that they it's hard to go back. But, yeah, that's scary and that sucks. I, I mean, if, if I'm at Disney, I'm going, okay, Guardians 3 is scrapped. What do we do now? Oh, we're going to pivot. We're going to make a Rocket Raccoon and Groot movie. Yeah, that would be cool. And we're going we're gonna to sell the shit out of it. Like, these little kids are going to eat it up. You know? What, uh, you know, what's the exact thing that they're pissed about, Gun? What did he do? I, I, I didn't really ever look into it. He made jokes. He made sexist and racist comments like 10 years ago. Yes, that's such bullshit. Somebody went back and found him and then connected him to like white supremacists and and shit like that like 10 years ago. And they're really reaching. Yeah. So stupid. Doing 
you know, and people do stupid shit when you're younger and he's older now and, you know, people make mistakes. So it's just, it's, it's shitty that they're holding him accountable for it now, but it's, it's the world we live in, man. It's that, that hashtag everyone's offended and me too, me too movement. So it's the world we live in now and they're, they've got to save face and hold them accountable. Fucking sucks. That's, that's ridiculous. Yep. But because now, you know, they face a, a monstrous back. And I think that's what it is. They face a monstrous backlash if they bring him back. You know, what was the point in firing him in the first place if you're just going to bring him back? Yeah. Well, this whole mean business. The whole Me Too movement and everything, that's that's kind of starting to be thrown uh, thrown for a loop with this Asia Argento thing. So, yep. Because she know, also did it. I think that they're realizing that a lot of people want to jump on, you know, that whatever movement bandwagon it is, but you know, they're all about, it doesn't really matter. It's just about them being a social justice warrior for that moment, you know? Yeah. So. Cause ever since, ever since the or Chenna or Geno, nobody said shit. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Well, hopefully she gets hers, but we'll see. Pretty sad uh, that that whole thing with, with that that Anthony Bourdain and you yeah. know. So, but it goes to show you what uh, you know mob you know mob rule does. It just you know so becomes everything becomes a witch trial, and uh, most people that they are going after didn't do anything in the first place so yeah it's, it's sad but that's that's what we've become we've become a three second clickbait society you know so thanks the internet yeah <laughs> the Short greatest sentence. thing that we've ever done is also become one of the worst things we've ever done well, so yeah, but, but like social media, you can pry way into somebody's life where you don't, you couldn't before. Yeah, you're right. It's, and matter of fact, I was talking about this with somebody at work today, you know, and he was going, oh, that's why I don't mess around with any of that social media stuff. And I was like, you know what? Even if you mess around with it or not, your information is out there. You go right. to the doctor. Yeah. Well, your information is on some server somewhere, you know, so yeah become such a big part of our lives that even if you don't deal with it, somebody that you deal with that has your information does deal with it, you know? So it's out there, you know, record, public records, everything like it's, yeah, you can't hide from it. That. And, you know, these young kids nowadays that just have access to, you know, I'm not just saying porn. I'm talking about they have access to some of the craziest shit that you can think of. Um, yeah, the stuff that we couldn't access when we were younger. And it really screws up a lot of that, you know, child innocence type stuff. You know, when you're able to, you know, type in a few words and watch guys get their heads chopped off, <clears throat> you know, right in front of you. And it's real. It's not fake. You know, we become really desensitized to human suffering and, and stuff like that you know yeah, there's, there's no such thing as the innocence of a child anymore you're 
you're innocent till about probably the age of oh i would say nine yeah yeah the minute you start going online and you know you got your friends at school check this out you know and check that out check out this youtube video or you know everything's online for people to see and it's it's you can't hide it anymore scary i'm so glad that i don't have kids and i tell my buddies that do have kids i'm like i don't know how you deal with it and most of them say well we don't know how to deal with it either so no it's uh prepare you prepare them and you make yourself available to answer questions if they have them and you have to prepare yourself that that shit's gonna come yeah yeah you know but can you imagine you know being a parent and your nine-year-old is you know sexting with some person that probably isn't a nine-year-old right you know and i bet you this this here the guy who last weekend that kidnapped the 14 year old right out of surprise like three miles from where i live kidnapped some some 14 year old or the 21 year old dude in the air and the military he went a wall skipped out in the military and kidnapped this girl and they found him in nevada wow like nobody knows how they started kind of contacting each other but yeah you don't know who you're talking to so it's it's a crazy it's crazy out there scary it's scary yeah it's oh kyle says he's in line waiting for the world's shittiest band nine inch nails to start playing and he's listening to us <laughs> time the show start but i'm just i'm just giving him a hard time but um yeah it's i i don't think they bring him back i think it's I think he's pretty much done, though, and they need to. People need to accept it and move the fuck on from it. Yep. Like it's not. I don't know. Pretty amazing how the actors really got had his back, though. You know. Yeah. yeah. That says a lot. I'm surprised that that just all the actors being like, no, we really stand by this person. We know the type of person he is. And that wasn't enough for the studio to go, okay, maybe you're right. You know, but. Well, and it, the world is also a scarier place now too online. Cause you have, you have apps like next door. I don't know if you're on that in your neighborhood, Brian. Yeah. Um, like my neighborhood, my, city has a, a facebook page where yeah. people go on and and you know what are there's cops here what's going on and like you're all of a sudden brought up to just how much shit is going on around you that you're completely unaware of yeah and unless until it's brought to your attention to so like that backdoor app everyone's like oh this this and this is going on and you're like fuck man you know someone's driving up and down grand shooting and you're like what kind of fucking neighborhood do i live in you know and it's just like this goes on everywhere. It's just before you weren't brought your attention wasn't brought to it. Exactly. Exactly. Scary and or you can look at it from a different point of view where it's not. Maybe maybe it's good that we know about it now. That I don't know. That could be too. It was kind of crazy just the other weekend. I think there was probably four or five separate amber alerts that we got in a, in a two-day period yeah 
And, you know, you're saying to yourself, well, that's fucking scary. But then you're also got to say to yourself, it's pretty damn cool that we get these alerts. And as soon as something happens, everybody can be looking for, you know, whereas in the past, if you didn't find that person within 48 hours, you were basically donezo. But now we, you know, we know about what's going on within minutes and what to right. look for. So that's true, too. Yeah. What else is going on in, the, in this wonderful world? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, there's not a there's not a whole lot going on in the, as far as the industry goes. It's kind of like the downtime. Everyone is is kind of yeah slowing down. Um, Kyle's way behind. He's like, I agree, but Thor Ragnarok is like my favorite Thor movie now. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, it's better than all the other ones. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't have a hard pool to go up against. You know, I like Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's a good director, for sure. Maybe they have him do the new Guardians. Maybe. I think he could probably do a good job. It just really sucks as James Gunn had so much cool stuff probably set up that. You know, we're not going to see, you know. Well, like, who is it? I read it on, I was reading somewhere. Someone said what DC should do is pay James Gunn a shit ton of money to come over, establish the Green Lantern Corps, and build that universe and, and watch the money roll in. Yeah. I mean, with what he did with Guardians, he could definitely knock Green Lantern out of the park. Yeah. Him and Jeff Jones sit down and write a really good script, and yeah, you're right. That's a that's a great point. I, I, I think I don't know. I all the names I've heard tied to that movie though, like Tom Cruise or Tyrese Gibson. It's oh, like, they would fuck up. That would be such a mistake. Tom Tom Cruise is is Hal Jordan. Yeah, what a mistake. It's like uh, I don't I don't feel that you know. But then again. Who am I? I think a lot of people are saying that. That would be a massive, massive mistake. I don't know. I, I don't I don't really have a grasp on what's going on anymore and with anything because like you <laughs> you expect the walk like expect take Walking Dead. You expect the fact that Rick Grimes is leaving the show to be the end of the series and they come out and be like, Oh no, we, we have plans to keep it going for another ten years. Ugh. So what's 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 going on with that? Any new news on that whole front, mm-hmm. other than what you just said? Not really. I mean, they're they're pretty much promoting now that he's leaving, and that they're showing commercials for Rick Grimes' final episodes, and he's going to be in the final, the first six episodes of the season, then then either be killed off or leave the show. But they're I, I thought I saw a thing that said this is the final season. Nope, it's Rick Grimes' final season. Oh. Wow. And they did cast the, the alpha person, so they're going to have that whole storyline going. They've cast, Yeah, they've casted alpha, beta, and her daughter. So, And I don't know how they're going to do that storyline since Carl is the exactly. centerpiece of it. And Yeah, wow. What a mistake. They really fucked it. They, just like DC, they really fucked that one up. Screwed the pooch. Yep. Well, that that show started kind of 
getting screwed over when Kirkman um Kirkman left. Yeah. Didn't didn't that showrunner just one of the old showrunners for Walking Dead just get he's doing something new that's comic related? Um Nicotero, I think it is. I know he's doing like a horror. He's doing um horror stuff now. Um, I think I want to say he's doing some kind of like horror show or something horror movie related. Huh. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Apparently, Marvel is now teasing the end of the Daredevil. Like in the comics? Yeah. I I. I've lost all respect for Marvel comics, the whole, the way that they're doing stuff now and the whole mashup universe. And it's funny cause it feels like to me, DC comics is, is the Marvel cinematic universe and Marvel comics is the DC cinematic universe. They're like, it's opposite. They're, you know, DC comics is doing just knocking shit out of the park. They have great storylines, great ideas. And Marvel Comics is complete shit. The stuff that they've been doing lately is so ridiculous. And well, here's you know. my thing with Marvel: they reboot every year now. Yeah, like it's, oh, they reboot every year. every fall. They reboot. Okay, guess who's like, back? We're not. We're bringing a Wolverine. <laughs> they reboot every year, and then they're like, "Well, we we're not going to bring all of these these side books out." We're going to cut back to just our core heroes. But then over time, what do they start doing? Oh, well, this guy, this person's getting their own series. This person's getting their own series. This person's Everybody. getting their own series. Like, like so Oprah. They do, do it all over again. It's like, the de- what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result? Yep. So they're like, oh, well, not going to give out all these standalone books, but they, they keep doing it. Oh, well, you know, they're going to get their own book now, and he's getting his own book now. And it's just like, okay, so when is enough enough? Like you're, you're, you're rebooting every year to stop this, but yet here you are doing it again. Yeah. Well, I, I, from a lot of people that the few people I talk to, a lot of the the people I, that are like, uh, you know, part of the CBSI and the comic book invest crew that I'm with, they, uh, they're a lot of people are, are quit reading a lot of Marvel titles. So, and I definitely know that a lot of the local comic shops are seeing a decline on people buying Marvel books too. So, you know, another thing where the, how you spend your, your dollar says a lot for stuff like that. Like I've, I've pretty much the only Marvel title I still read is, is the new amazing Spider-Man. That's it. And now they just announced that they just announced that miles is coming back with his own book. They canceled. They a few months ago they announced that Vision was going to have his own book again, and they just announced that they're canceling that. <laughs> so, you know, bringing back Wolverine, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you know, we need to figure out what we're going to do with Old Man Logan." It's like, why did you even bring him back in the first place? Was there really a need for Wolverine? Was there a need for that? Like, I thought Old Man Logan was filling that role pretty well, and so was X twenty three. Yeah, but they were just like, "Oh no, enough. we're gonna." Gonna pivot to that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's 
and the other shitty thing with the comics is how they're screwing over lo- little retailers, you know, local comic shops by basically putting all, giving like the big bookstores and Amazon or Amazon and GameStop, they're, you know, letting them start sell everything. And there's no incentive to go to your local comic shop anymore to buy your books. Well, that and the ridiculous amount of variant covers that are coming out for everything. Yeah. Yep. Like, did you say that like Wolverine had a bunch of variants? No. Um, someone in our chat, I think Andy said that that it's got like twenty some variants. Jeez. Well, it's like when the Batman wedding had a bunch of variants. Yeah. Um. Well, there's twenty five covers for the Return of Wolverine. Jeez. Wow. Twenty five covers. So you have all those variant covers, and then you're you know then you have the expensive one on eBay. And then now, like, and speaking of kind of transitioning back, sorry to jump around, they just announced that Martian Manhunter is getting his own storyline or his own series. So they're giving Monster Martian Manhunter his own book. So it's like all these books they pitted away from, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Yep. And the the th- only thing that's keeping some of those, you know, big publishers going are the ridiculous stuff, you know, like Cosmic Ghost Rider and oh my god, see now why did they fucking ruin that? Yeah, good yeah. god. So yeah. spoiler alert, just so everyone knows, Jason Todd is going to be Robin in the Titans show. What? Yeah, what? they just they just spoiled that. They just released the first look at Jason Todd and Robin costume in Titans. And it's the, the dude who's playing Dick Grayson all up in the face of the kid who's playing um, Jason Todd, apparently. Wow. They really want to jump on that Red Hood bandwagon really quick, it sounds like. Uh, I don't... That would have been a cool reason to watch the show. And yeah. it would be surprised that he was in there. But now yeah. they're going to ruin that. So it makes me wonder if Batman's going to show up in this show, too. I don't yeah. see how they can't, how he can't. Why would you have two Robins working together? Why not just make him Nightwing at this point? Yeah. For fuck's sake. I, I still think, I think Kyle said it, that he's probably going to become Nightwing halfway through. Yeah. I still I still wouldn't be surprised by that. Oh, that's going to be a shit show from start to end. Yeah. We already know that. Yep. It says a lot with how how the castings and how the, you know, the whole Beast Boy and Starfire thing is pretty ridiculous. And then, you know, to me, the whole first season should have been about, I mean, it is supposed to be about uh, Raven and stuff, but the way that they casted Raven was, kind of weird too so yeah she looks just like some goth street punk and she's yeah. you know 10 years old 11 years old starfire looks like a cheap a fucking hooker, hooker. yep <laughs> yeah. no no we promise this is just set photo she looks so much better than the final product yeah okay and it's and then they're completely missing the point of why people are pissed off. Yep. 
Oh, it's just because she's black. No, it's because she the character isn't right. Starfire wasn't a hooker. It's not orange. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it is about skin color. She's not orange. She's supposed to be orange. Well, for me, it's more like the fact that they, they made her a hooker, but... Yeah. Yeah. They really missed the boat on that. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping... I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be better, and I'm hoping they, they surprise us with it, but I'm I'm not going to buy DC streaming service. I Like Kyle said, there's, there's going to be other ways to watch Titans, and I think I might check it out other ways before... I, um, before I go buying a streaming service from them. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because you know it's going to be a train wreck. Well, and most of that shit that's going to be on that streaming service is it's nothing new. Yeah, it's all hash stuff. Half hash stuff. Yeah. Rehash stuff. There you go. Oh, so to answer your question too, to go back a little bit about The Walking Dead. Um, they announced the time, how many days have passed from the moment Rick Grimes was shot to like the end of the last season. And they're saying that only 632 days have passed. A year and well, two years almost. Yeah, two years have passed in that. So Carl, mm-hmm. Carl was supposed Man, to be a 10 year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and now that a 30 year old he was a grown ass man when he left the show Jeez. so yeah so that means yeah so that would have been like it's only been a year since Lori died at the prison and that um, season 4 through 8 took place in less than a year so that means Rick Grimes moves on pretty quick too and Judith. On and Judith and Judith grow really fast. Yeah. So Jeez. no, that's but that's just the show timeline. That's not the, the comic book timeline. Yeah, Kirkman yeah. hasn't established anything. But even then, like there's no way that that's a six hundred and thirty two days. There's no way it's a, a two year span. Yeah, exactly. They should have just kept it concurrent with okay, it's been this many years, you know. Yeah. Why even say anything, you know? No. You really need to say anything? Apparently so. People uh, gotta know. People gotta know. Uh, why put yourself in that hole You can when you really don't have to say anything and, you know, let people believe what they want to believe on that? I think a lot of these people, a lot of these companies and these corporate people are really out, t- out of touch with our community. Oh, yeah. And, and how like die hard and loyal our community is in that they just they're like, oh well, we're just gonna announce this shit and put it out that nobody's gonna care and it's gonna send and it's gonna fucking set people off. You know? Like yeah. <laughs> they completely underestimate what you know, what fans hold loyal and dear to their hearts and just what's gonna piss somebody off. Yeah, because a lot of these characters like they've been part of people's lives since you know they were eight nine years old you know so these a lot of people who are real real big team titans fans let's say have been reading it for 90 percent of their lives and 
you know, those characters are like, almost like family to a lot of people. So, did you have you guys heard about the Easter egg that's in the Sony Spider-Man game? That, no. So, there's an Easter egg in the Sony Spider in the Sony Spider-Man game that on a um, marquee for a movie theater, some some dude contacted the the studio that made the game and asked him to put a marriage proposal to his girlfriend in the game. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And so he did it, but she broke up with him two weeks before the game came out. Oh. And started dating somebody else. So that sucks. Two weeks before the game came out, when he's going to ask her to marry him, she broke up with him. Oh, that's heartbreaking. So now... Um, and it became this huge thing on, on social media. And so now I guess the studios reached out to the kid and, and we're like, look, look, we're sorry to hear about that. We'll change it in an update and we'll <laughs> remove it. And he, he asked them to change it to a message for his grandmother who passed away. And his grandmother's the one that got him into Spider-Man. And she left him her entire collection and gave him an amazing fantasy 15. Wow. Wow. So that's the last I heard is that they were going to make it as a, a memorial to his grandmother. So that's cool. I guess through tragedy, a light and good light shines through. But I just thought I was like, when I read that, I was like, man, that, that sucks that you got that Easter egg in there and she dumped you. But then that's cool that you're going to, they're going to do that for, your grandmother who got you into Spider-Man. Have any of you guys played the game yet? I have. I've been I heard playing it's pretty it. Pretty awesome. Oh, dude! It. I don't want to beat it. I. I've been taking my time with it because I'm having so much fun with it. I've heard a lot. Like of people Grand say Theft Auto Five. What? Like Grand Theft. Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, not Ever really. Like that? So the combat, the combat in it is kind of like um the Arkham Asylum games. Hmm. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. The web slinging through the city is some of the the coolest parts of the game. Because um, there's like little Easter eggs in it and stuff. Like you, you can do missions to try and catch Black Cat, and you can do like stop random street crimes and take photos. The the photo op shit is some of the funnest stuff to take pictures of things around the city and and stuff and then you got people like taking pictures next to uncle ben's grave and you know the it's selfies. yeah selfies and the story is really really good like you're just this it's equal parts fantastic the story of spider-man and then peter parker's story and then like they made some tweaks to it like in the game octavius isn't dr octopus yet and peter parker is working at octavio industries and he's got a degenerative muscular disease that he's trying to build is essentially what he's building the doc Ock tentacles to help him with so that he can control his appendages with his mind and in, in mechanical appendages with his mind. Cause he's got that degenerative muscular disease and uh, Mary Jane's a reporter in it. So, I mean, they make some minor tweet tweaks to the story of Spider-Man, but yeah, it's nothing crazy. And overall, like it's, it's really, really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people just say the exact same thing. That it's really, really, they they did a good job. Like even <laughs> even this, like they they changed Miles Morales a little bit too. Like his dad 
isn't like an ex agent of Shield, like he's in the comic. He's a he's a New York police officer. They've kind of taken the same thing with the out of the, the Enter the Spider Verse movie where his dad's a cop and and so they they tweak some things with Miles Morales too, but it's still still a really good game. That's cool. That that costume is amazing. Which one? The one in the game? Yeah. The main one not, that he's the not white. Really a fan of it. Really? Oh, I love it. Do they do they talk about that costume at all and how he got it? Yeah, he so when you start the game, he starts in his original blue and white costume. And then he's fixing his costume and Octavius walks in on Peter fixing the costume and he's like, Oh, of course it makes sense. You're making tech for Spider-Man. So then Octavius is like, well, here I've, I've made some upgrades to his suit. Check them out. And so Peter implements those upgrades and that's how he gets his new suit. So it's actually an Octavius upgraded suit. Um, it goes with the white spider and stuff, but you, you unlock suits in the game. So like you can get the, you get the Spider-Man homecoming suit, you get the um, Iron Spider suit from Avengers Infinity Wars. You get nice. the um, Ben Riley um, Scarlet Spider suit. Um, you get awesome. a bunch of, you get a ton of other suits in the game, and uh, so I've been using mostly the Spider-Man Homecoming suit. But if you do all like the side, the Black Cat side quests, you get this really dope. Like I wish they bring the suit to the comic book. Like it's this really dope black Spider-Man suit, but um, it's got a red spider on it. Oh, and like his his fingertips kind of have like um like claws on them a little bit, like hooks. It it's it's super dope the way it looks, and I was like, man, I wish they would bring that to the to the the comics. That's a, a super dope costume. So I've been rocking that one now, but I've been running around mostly with the Spider-Man Homecoming suit, but the you can implement a bunch of tech into the suits and stuff. And so it's definitely, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. Very but, cool. Yeah. There's yeah, not a, I just been playing a uh, monster hunter, a monster hunter world. Yep. I have a couple of hundred hours on it already. Jesus Christ. Jose. <laughs> How's uh, that running for you on PC? It runs great. I got a new video card too. Nice. So it's even better now. Nice. It's all 60 frames per second. There you go. That's nice. But but yeah, that that Spider-Man game, I can't say enough good things about it, man. It's so much fun. Yeah, that's cool. I've uh I've jumped down the rabbit hole again. I've, I've that whole new uh World of Warcraft expansion got me back into the game. So now you're heard so many bad things about it. You've heard bad things or good things? Bad things. It's it's fun, man. I love it. And, you know, I didn't play all of the last two expansions, but I'm having a really good time with it. So, auto jumped your character to like whatever the top level is. Yeah, it was. Um, so the top level now is 120, and then they gave you a, a free uh, jump to 110. So that was cool. But the best still have to or, grind ten levels. Exactly. The most fun I've ever had in that game. Lich King is in World of that's Warcraft. Where I, that's where I stopped playing was after Lich King. Lich King was by far the best 
video game experience that I've ever had. It was so much fun. Such a great storyline. Um, just really cool. And I've never been into like, you know, PC games. You know, I kind of skipped all that. Um, and I had to start playing because of work. I would fall. I would have to monitor stuff from home and I would just get bored fucking around on the internet. So they're like, uh, you probably ought to look into playing a video game or something. That'll keep you from falling asleep. So that's the reason I started playing and that Lich King was so good. And they're actually bringing, they're bringing him back. Uh, They're not, not as Lich King. You can tell, but, uh, they're trying to do some stuff where they're bringing Arthas, whether it's backstory or what. So, and they completely destroy that world. And now they're like rebuilding it. Yeah. They did that like three expansions ago. Like cataclysm or whatever. Yeah. Cataclysm. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. So I'm really bummed. I missed the last expansion because a lot of people I talked to say that was the funnest one yet, but I'm having a good time. We're getting back into them. Don't you have to have the previous ones to play the new one? Not anymore. No, no, yeah, this is the first one. They, they, all you got to do is just buy the game and have uh, a bike because they fucking destroyed everything. Well, it's also kind of sucks, you know, that you're forcing people to pay too much shit. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't released that game on console yet, but yeah, it's too, too big, probably. There's too much going on, yeah. Because oh, they brought DC Universe online, and I think one game that used to be out though, you probably would have had a lot of fun playing was Heroes Online. Uh, I, you know, I heard about that. I, I actually it looked into that. Game. It was really shitty. I love that game until they closed the servers on it. So much fun. I like it. It was really bad. DC Universe DC Online yet. sucks. Um, yeah. yeah, I was really surprised they didn't do good with that. That should have been uh, really easy to make that, you know, a DC version of WoW. That's right. all they had to do. Yep. But in typical DC fashion, they fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> it's, just, it's just becoming the norm. It's, it's the norm. It up. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but anyways... You guys got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Nothing yeah. really came yeah. up. Yeah. It's been a pretty slow couple weeks for me, man. Yeah. It's been it's been slow all the way around. Yeah. We've been doing different things because all the new all the like stuff has been pretty much the same, James Gunn and all this other BS, but some of the new stuff that came out today was pretty interesting. Um, are you uh you reading weekly books yet? Or still? No. Yeah. Neither am I. I haven't picked up books in months. Yeah. I need to, but I just I haven't. I uh, there's nothing out there that catches my interest to read. The only thing I pick up still weekly is The Walking Dead. That's it. Or monthly when it comes out is Walking Dead. I stopped by Jesse's the other day. I was with Kyle and. He was saying, you know, Jesse's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, we, you know, we don't have our do the weekly books anymore. He goes, you probably had to, you know, go to other stores or something. I'm like, you know what, man, I didn't even do that. I just quit reading. You yeah. know, 
Jesse's like, yeah, we've had a lot of customers tell us that not only have they quit reading weekly books, but they're okay with it because, you know, Marvel and DC have just been done such a shitty job lately. Yeah. And I mean, the walking dead, I've been invested since this issue one and I can't. Yeah. 180 some issues in, I can't just fucking bail now. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's hard, but you got to keep going. It, it just, like I said, with everything rebooting, it's very, with Marvel rebooting all the time, it's very easy to lose interest. And DC too, it's just like, man, it's, it's hard to keep track of everything, but. Yeah, a lot of you, you, fans get really butthurt, and rightfully yeah. so. Just like you said, they invest a lot of time and money, and, you know, like you are with Walking Dead. They could. Walking Dead is one of the few comics that it hasn't really screwed up majorly, you know? Yeah. Oh. Hello. <laughs> the show, yeah, the show's a completely different story, but. Yeah. The comic is still going strong, but. Well, like. Image Image has a lot of good. There's a lot of good image books out there, and they don't get the recognition they deserve. Paper nope. Girls, Paper Girls is another one that is huge that's continuously going. And now I, I'm a little worried about why they're shelving Saga for a year, but it tells me that they run out of material. Yeah. Yep. And instead of just throwing stupid shit out there, they're like, "Well, we're just gonna take a break and work on it when shit comes up." So. Who knows? That's good though. What's going on with uh, Nameless? Is that uh, is it Nameless? Is that the Grant Morrison one? That are they? I heard they might be making a movie out of. Um, I believe it's being. That was a James Gunn, right? And they had to. He was yeah. supposed to talk about it during San Diego, and that's when the whole thing came out of. You know the reason they got they had to let him go from Guardians, so they they just didn't announce it. Now, there's something that came out about him working on something a while ago. Um, let's say it was Nameless. That's, that was a great book. Um, I only read like the first five or six is- issues, I think. But it was good premise and everything. But like a lot of the, a lot of the um, image stuff is being being shopped between Amazon and Netflix. Because, you know, you got Millar World doing a bunch of stuff with Netflix. And then you've got Skybound doing a bunch of stuff with Amazon. So I'm I'm waiting to hear. And there's no way that people haven't approached them about it yet. But I'm waiting to hear that they've shopped and someone doing something with Paper Girls. Or even um, Saga. That would be smart to do Paper Girls. That would be a great thing to make a movie out of. Saga is going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of CG. and Yeah. They would have to do some weird shit. Yeah. (laughs) Type a nameless and just bring up the stupid ass rapper. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah there's nothing here about it uh, they they probably don't want to talk about it because of all the bullshit I heard that I actually heard that 
he had made the comment that it was one or two, there was one or two books that they were saying it was going to be the, the movie that, you know, he was going to do and that it'll be out in, in November. And I was like, Holy cow, that's quick. But I don't know if he's just kind of been working on it for a while and under wraps. So Sony is set to release a James Gunn horror film this year. Yeah. And it, uh, there's speculation that it might be Nameless. Because Nameless, Nameless was technically a horror book, wasn't it? Yeah. That's in, like the astronauts. Yeah. Apparently already completed um Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said it's already completed production, whatever movie he's doing. Yeah. That's quick. It's crazy. Must have a lot of CGI. Um, there's, they're saying that it's not likely he directed it, that he was just like part of it. Producing or something. Yeah. Like a consultant. I'm looking it up right now if my stupid internet would work. Stupid internet. Uh, um, yeah, there's no essential, no details about the film other than the fact that it's a horror film and that'll be released in November. It's still untitled. Um, apparently Elizabeth Banks is in it. Um, so we'll see if it's if it's nameless because they've been talking about him and Grant Morrison have been tied to that since 2014. Oh wow, that's cool. Jeez. So that's really cool. I think Grant Morrison should have more stuff out there cinematically. I guess such a right. genius. Yeah. He knows so what's up. Just say he knows what's up. Yep. <laughs> so, he's there, man. What about you, Jose? You picked up any books lately? Nope. Just the only book I picked up last was the Domino book, and that was like two months ago. Are, have you picked up anything like old school wise lately? Uh, no. I'm not out of the game, but right now I'm just kind of like uh, staying back a little bit. Sucks because all the honey holes are gone, man. I know. All the good honey hoes are yeah. honey hoes. Honey, honey hoes. Good. Honey all the good honey hoes are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I gave my friend my um, my Hulk or my first appearance of Wolverine, uh, the that little booklet. With all three issues in it, and it was all it was signed by Herb Trempy and Len Wein. Gave it to him? No, to sell it. To Hawaii, but I don't think they even had a con in Hawaii because of the hurt. Yeah, they have a. Yeah, they had. They're supposed to have amazing Hawaiian con, and then they had to cancel it because of the hurricane. Yeah. Uh, what book is this? You're actually you're you're 181. 
It's it's a compilation book of 180, 181, 182. And um, it's signed by Herb Trimpey and Len Wein. And you're selling it? Yeah. I have the real things anyways. I have the real things, and I just had an extra one. My friend's like, well, why don't you sell that? I'm like, oh, all right. He knows that I had the original ones. They took it, took it with him to Hawaii. But obviously, since it didn't sell, or they didn't even have the, have the con, I'm going to get it back from him. Yeah, God, Brian, he's got the real things. Yeah. <laughs> they're all signed. You see, uh, uh, issue 180 is skyrocketing in price. Why? Um, some some reason it's just really it's really gaining a lot of steam, and huh. you know it's the real true first appearance. That's that's for sure. Well, his real first appearance is Daredevil 114. Well, that's an advertisement. Ad on it. Yeah, yeah, but that was his first appearance in a comic. Yeah. yeah. I would consider that more of a cameo than anything, but well, that's what 180 is. Oh, it's something you talk to. Uh That was just, you know, gloves are coming off. Ding ding. (laughs) (laughs) That that whole that whole argument's weird, you know. Are people consider ads first appearances or not? Uh, A lot of people hate to talk about that. I enjoy it. That's type of shit I look for. So. But, but then you have to decipher first appearance, first cameo appearance. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like Mary Jane, she has a cameo appearance. And then like several issues later was her actual first full appearance. And her cameo appearance was her face her behind face. a giant flower. Yeah. Yeah. How about the one thing with uh, Gambit? Yeah. Uh, Uncanny X-Men Annual 14 or whatever. Yeah. Yep. They barely even showed him. It was like a sketch. Yeah. Well, 266 also has them on the cover, so that says a lot. And that's yeah. why. Same with 181, you know. Yep. Oh. I definitely uh, anything old school Wolverine is is going up in price. So. Yep. Now that he's back. I don't even think it's because of that. I think it's just because people are finally realizing that Bronze Age books are worth getting. So. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> depends on who you talk to. On age. But you guys got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Yeah, I don't have anything else. Really. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone who checked us out on Facebook tonight. I hope you guys had a good time. I want to thank everyone that listens to us on the regular. If you like us watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, definitely helps us out. Uh, if you listen to us on your favorite podcasting application that our RSS feed actually works to, <laughs> God damn it. Um, make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to leave us a review. That helps a lot too. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, so yeah, for this week's episode of the Alice Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And we will see you 